last conversation. I'm going to whoop that ass. So you can catch these hands. <laughs> An all hands meeting. <laughs> Hello, testing, testing, test, 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 We are back, baby, with our new ASMR <laughs> podcast. Listen to me chew you up. I'm going to take a sip. <laughs> I can't. I can't sit still for ASMR. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is taking so long. So long. Hi, guys. Hey. This is Mia and Lauren and we are back, 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 back. We have been gone for a month and a half. Oops. Oopsie. Um, but you know what? Grateful because that means that a lot was going on. In there life. was a lot going on. There was Good so stuff. much going on. Um, and we did what we said we would never do, which is stop our podcast. We were like, we're going to be consistent. It's going to be great. And we were. But you know what? Life gets in the way sometimes. Yes. And we're not mad about it. We're not being hard on ourselves. We're not monetized yet. So, <laughs> so until, you know, Spotify, Tidal, Yeah, if you want to pay us, we will record every day. We will literally record as often as you want us yep. to. Mm-hmm. So just email us at we love it. <laughs> I don't remember what our email is. <laughs> I don't remember it either. <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, we're just here to kick it. And we realize that truly that's the goal of our podcast. We just talk things through. And you guys like it because we've been getting messages about where we've been. Yeah, I keep being like, it's Tuesday. Where's the podcast? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know who this is. Sorry to let you down. Um, And the other reason why we don't like plan too much in advance is because once we start planning, we start having the actual conversation. And then we're like, oh, now we have to say this all again. We should have just been recording the entire right. time. Absolutely. We should carry your tiny mic with us and just record stuff. That for the future. The tiny mic is always on me, by the way. Yeah. Lauren and I went on a, a walk um, before recording this, and we had, like, such a great conversation. She was like, shit, we should have been recording this. So As we were panting while walking. Yeah, seriously. Out of shape. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but we are going to start off traditionally, as we usually do, about what we are grateful for. So why don't you do the honors and tell us what you're grateful for? I'm grateful that it finally stopped fucking raining. Oh my God, yeah. I, like, there's been like two nice days in a row and I don't know what to do with myself. This summer, <laughs> like July was miserable weather-wise. Mm-hmm. It sucked. Mm-hmm. It sucked. It sucked. And today is like beautiful. There's no more humidity. There was like thunderstorms all the time, like in the middle of the night. And that's not my vibe. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for nice weather, which is like the corniest shit. It's I know. Not. I know. Not. We, I live it, we live in New England. That's completely fair. Oh my God. It was so bad. I was like, well, summer's over. <laughs> summer's done. Um, I'm grateful for, okay, first off, let me preface this by saying there's a million and one things to be grateful for right now. Um, but what I've been thinking about a lot today is how consistent I've been with my reading. Mm. And someone asked me today, actually, um, my friend Karen, who does my nails, shout out to you, Karen. She was like, so like, how do you show up for yourself? And I'm like, please break this question down. I don't understand. (laughs) And we were talking about that. And I realized that one of my favorite things that I do for myself is reading Mm -hmm. because I learn new things Mm -hmm. and I absolutely fucking love learning. Um, So I'm grateful for my consistency with reading. I just finished a new book this morning and I'm starting another one. I already started another one. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's what it is. And what we decided we're going to talk about on this pod, we're going to do some catching up because mm-hmm. we've done a lot in a month and a half. And then, and then we'll disclose what the topic is. How about that? Yeah. How about that? 
All right, well, let's start off with your birthday since that was the most recent thing. Yeah. If you haven't yet, go wish Lauren a happy belated birthday. She and my turned... Venmo is at Lauren Finson if you want to send me a gift. She turned 38. <laughs> 39, I'm sorry. Um, but go wish her a happy birthday. And do you want to talk a little bit about what we did on your B-Day? Yeah, so I hate planning stuff for my birthday. And last year, it was so easy because there was nothing to do. So mm-hmm. I just rented a cabin up in New Hampshire. So this year, I did the same exact thing because I couldn't think of what I wanted to do again. And in we Maine, didn't know how the world was going to be in open. the summer. So yeah. I just did the same exact thing. We rented a, a big cabin up in Maine. It was dope. It was in the middle of nowhere. We never even left the cabin. We stayed yeah. in the cabin the it entire was, time. The view was insane it was by um sunday river you could see like the whole like ski mountain Mm -hmm. but we had like a hot tub and the whole house had like speakers and there were like 10 of us and we just hung out the entire weekend and it was so much fun yeah and the clutch thing about it is that there were two houses on our street and we were so nervous because one of our friends brought fireworks the music was loud and we were so nervous about the other house complaining but it turns out that they were doing the exact same thing we were doing. Yeah, as soon just, as we set off our fireworks, they set off their fireworks. Yeah, it, they were just, it was just like a group of young people our age partying too. And so they, when we were playing music, because the sound system also covers the outside, they would like walk by our place and be dancing. Um, they set off fireworks. So it, it's always nice not having to worry about neighbors. Yeah, especially because you don't want to get kicked out when you're like three hours from home. Right. We also had a glow party. Oh, the glow party was, was so, so much sick. fun. If you're ever just looking to stay in and do something fun, it's so easy to have a glow party. I just went on Amazon like three days before we left and I ordered a bunch of like UV paint and glow sticks and like a couple black lights. Yeah. And, and just go somewhere dark, like a basement or a room, close the windows and everything yep. and have yourself a party. It was so much fun. It was absolutely awesome. And I... I can't tell you how much I needed a weekend in. Mm-hmm. It was so nice not having plans because we would just, we. I remember we woke up and laid out and re- everybody did their own yeah, thing. Yeah, everyone was like, I love that we're not, we don't have anything to do. I like know. we can do whatever we want. I miss those days. It was so nice. Um, I was afraid we were going to get bored, you know, because it's like, not at I was like, all. should we go for a hike? Should we do this? Should we do that? Chilling is so underrated. Seriously, because you're afraid you're going to be bored and then you're like, I don't want to do anything ever again. Exactly. I'm just going to do nothing for the rest of my life. But you know what? I'm going to make a quick point before we continue catching up about the whole chilling. Um, and I, I, I'm sure a bunch of people can relate to this. But growing up in certain households, you always had to be doing something. You're mm-hmm. doing homework. You're cleaning your room. You're, you can't just be chilling. Yeah. You can't just be sitting on the couch and chilling. So I think that's something that's stuck with us as adults where you almost feel guilty when you're not doing anything. And this is another conversation I had with Karen. So we always feel the need to be doing something. There's yeah. no such thing as just relaxing. Right. And that's something I struggle with. Like, um, I always have to be productive, but then you're overworked. Right. And you're tired. And I do that to my own self. And you feel like you need to plan for, yeah. like, you're like, oh, I want to have a relaxing day at the beach. Okay, well, like, who are you going to invite? And, like, who's going to bring what? And, like, right. all this stuff. And it's, like, nothing is ever just, like, doing nothing. Right. So truly, just, like, have all your friends over your house or, like, go away for a weekend and just don't plan right. anything. And not not having to, like lead people into doing what like it's nice when people can just do their own shit like, yeah we were just laying, it, was like you want to take a nap Bet. go take exactly. a nap exactly some people took a nap some people read some people played football. Mia read <laughs> <laughs> i was reading obviously oh there was like arcade games in the basement yeah but it was perfect it was so nice very enjoyable um and then before that i actually spent the first 12 days of more so the first two weeks of july in dubai 
Um, that was a phenomenal trip that I'm so happy with. And I went there for one of my MBA electives, but also made a vacation out of it. Went with my friends Delisa and Josefina, who I'm obsessed with. Um, but <laughs> we did come across a little glitch on our way there, which if you follow me on social media, you probably saw. But we missed our flight and had to spend over 24 hours in the Toronto airport. It was the big one though, right? Or was it the small one? It was in one terminal. We could not leave the terminal. No, I know, but isn't there two? Pearson. Oh yeah, it was in Billy yeah, Bishop. Uh, yeah. So Billy Bishop is local. So right. if you're flying to like That's Boston, what I figured. But oh yeah, no. Yeah, I was like, Billy oh Bishop God. has like half a restaurant that opens like two hours every three only weeks. chips <laughs> they only sell chips it's so tiny um no this one was pearson yeah. because it's international and we basically missed our flight because one of our friends thought the flight was delayed whereas it was not and our dumbasses just followed along whereas i'm so type a at an airport yeah where i have to double check the board 15 times I'm the same way i sit at the gate i'm li- i should work with the crew because i sit <laughs> at the gate and wait you're like no no don't worry i'll take this plane right. in and I'm i'll direct the plane <laughs> hold on i got this and i'm someone who thankfully travels frequently so it's not like it was a rookie mistake but it was a fucking rookie mistake so she told us it's delayed and we're like i bet let's go get some Dinner. Just so you can't trust anyone. And we went to the opposite <laughs> side of the terminal to get dinner. Missed our flight. Had to spend 24 hours, over 24 hours. Didn't even know if we'd make it to Dubai because our COVID test was going to expire. Yeah. But we made the best out of our time at the airport. And we just made random TikToks, ran around the airport. Like, how often do you have an airport entirely to yourself? I know those videos were so funny. Insane. Um, But then when we got there, it was fantastic. Um, I'll spare you the details, but I do have a highlight on my Instagram with everything you need to know. Yeah, I don't want to hear the details either because I'm (laughs) super jealous. I literally was like, Mia, I'm going to block you on Instagram because I don't want to see your stories. It was the, and it's so nice to travel. And you know this obviously because we travel together a lot. Yeah. And with Delisa and Josefina, it was the first time I was traveling with them and they have the same relationship you and I have. Right. But I was also interested i wouldn't say nervous i was curious to see how it would pan out because you never know what listen to our traveling with friends episode exactly and mind you we were together for 11 12 days yeah we did not have a disagreement a single day so nice it flowed nicely everybody did the same thing we got along we had a great time absolutely loved it um, and if you are ever thinking about going to Dubai, I very, very, very strongly recommend it. Okay, I'll go right now. I'm head <laughs> out, out the door. Peace. Um, but yeah, I think those are the two major events, I guess, that happened. Otherwise, yeah. it's been like the day to day. It's been, been great. It's been raining. It's been raining. We're going back into the office. I'm going back into the office twice a week now. Yeah, and I don't have to go in the office at all this summer because my boss is away for the whole but summer. See, I, I really like it. I, I, for, I missed dressing up and hanging out with my team and mm-hmm. like being productive because at home I can just, I'm like doing work one second and then I'm like, let me unpack my shoe closet and repack it again. I know, it's so hard. And like I had to like, I, I feel like I like just finally am like getting into the swing of working from home and like making sure I eat three meals a day and right. like making myself breakfast because I can mm-hmm. and like having a desk to sit at. It's like, I was like the other day, I was like, oh, I have a routine. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. Um, it's been like a whole year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for, <laughs> for what's to come <laughs> with work. I, I forgot how to podcast, but let's get into the topic. Yes. I think this was a good amount of, of filling you guys in on yeah, what like we've 12 been minutes. To. We just, you know, we're not, we're freestyling today. We're truly freestyling. We're always freestyling. We just miss potting and we're like, let's get back at it. Yep. Um, So today's episode, drumroll please, is on 
the ego and not taking things personally. Yes. So ego goes, there's so many different aspects of ego. So we'll probably do other episodes on it. Yeah. But like specifically we wanted to talk about like not taking things personally, mm-hmm. which I take personally. So <laughs> I have such a hard time with that because I take so much personally and I never thought I did until like I sat down and talked about it. And it just so happens that today the book I started reading is The Four Agreements. And one of the biggest agreements is not to take things personally. Yeah. Um, and it's just so fucking insane how when you sit down and think of things you get upset at, what makes you mad, what makes you angry, grudges, 99% of the time has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And like other people. Right. And you're just letting your ego get in the way because you're like taking things, taking offense to things that have nothing to do with you. And you're like, well... Right. That person's coming at me like, what the fuck is going on? So the first thing I was telling Lauren when we were on our little walk, and I will be the first to raise my hand up high and say I used to take, and still do to some extent, take things personally. Um, And the first thing is, if you know me, you know the most precious thing. Actually, for all of us, the most precious thing we have to offer is our time. So flakiness is something that does not sit well with me. And in the past, when I made plans with friends or anything of the sort and they flaked, I didn't think of it as like, oh, you are disrespecting my time. But I thought of it as, oh, you don't want to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the person could be like, oh, I need to go to the hospital or whatever. It I is. lost my like, leg. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're just making excuses. They don't want to spend time <laughs> with me. Send me a picture. How dumb does that sound? Yeah. I literally would be like, I would take it so personally. Mm-hmm. And that's just so messed up. And I was telling Lauren, I admire her because in this specific situation when people cancel or reschedule plans she'll just be like okay that's totally fine and i'm like bitch why don't you get upset like if i the only time i get upset is if it's something i like really want to do like if you were like hey i'm taking us to jamaica on friday and then thursday night you're like actually never mind i'm gonna cancel then i'm gonna take that really personally yeah that i mean because it's just but most of the time like when you have plans you're like Oh, I'm excited for these plans, but if they don't happen, I'm not going to be upset. And I feel like that's a getting older thing. Yeah. But when you're younger, you're like, oh my God, I have to take advantage of everything. I'm young. I need to like do all this stuff. And like, we're not old, but like, I'm totally fine. Like we talked about just doing nothing. Right. So it's like, oh yeah, getting dressed up and going out is fun. But if I don't do that, I'm going to be be fine. Totally all set. Well, that's what I'm working on right now. Like it's okay. Shit happens. And the hypocritical thing that I do is that I... I don't like flaking on people, but we're human, right? Things mm-hmm. come up. So sometimes when I have something come up and I feel really bad doing it, but I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. Can we reschedule this? And when the other person's very understanding, I'm like, wow, that is so nice. Because you're I so stressed out about saying exactly. it in the first place. yeah. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was going to be so much harder. But when they're understanding, I'm like, wow. So I'm like, why can't I be like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So it's, 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 it's something I'm working on, but truly like that has nothing to do with me. If someone right. needs to cancel, that's completely fine. So I think I just need to start approaching it with a mindset of if this happens, amazing. If it doesn't, that's okay. It will yeah. happen another time. Exactly. It's You will not die. Yes. You will be okay. Yes. Everything is going to be fine. So this is when it comes to making plans. So what about like... So for me, the first like real time that I was really thinking about like learning about not taking something personally, because like you said, I'm not really... I'm very understanding... Right. So, like, if you need to cancel, whatever, like, if, if, you, if you're just honest and explain yourself, mm-hmm. which is, like, I feel like a theme throughout this entire podcast is, like, if you just say how you're feeling, it's right. fine. I will be, like, 
totally understand it's fine. Like I don't, I try not to take things personally, but I feel like one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is professionally taking things personally Mm -hmm. um, and not being able to take feedback well because you feel like it's like directly attacking your person. Mm -hmm. And if it is, then that's a different story. If someone was like, hey, you're really dumb, so you fucked this up, like, That's personal. Like, you can take like, that personal. Uh, excuse me, would you like to take this outside? Per our last conversation, I'm going to whoop that ass. So you can catch these hands. <laughs> An all-hands meeting? <laughs> for this all-hands meeting? Where is your preferred location for catching these hands? <laughs> I will send you a calendar Please invite. Please send me a calendar invite of when you would like to get that oh, ass God. whooped. So one, like, one of the first jobs I had like out of college, um, my boss was like kind of a hard ass. Mm-hmm. And she was really nice, like personally, like super like motherly and like mm-hmm. like cared about me like I was like her own daughter. But when it came to professional stuff, like she could scare the crap out of you. Like mm-hmm. I remember she was like, I want to make interns cry. Not make interns cry, but she was like, I want them to be afraid of me right. type of thing. She she reminds me of um, Meryl Streep and the Devil Wears Prada, <laughs> literally. Not as bad. She's a very nice person. Yeah. Um, but professionally, like, she was, like, hard ass. Mm-hmm. And so very early on, I was like, okay, this has nothing to do with me. It's work. So, like, not taking things personally and taking responsibility for your own actions mm-hmm. are the two things that are going to make your professional life ten times easier. Absolutely. Ten times easier. So if someone's like, hey, this report that you did, um, there's some errors. Can you look at it again? Blah, 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 blah. Instead of taking the time and, like, stressing, like, oh, my God, they think I'm an idiot. I fucked this up. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Just be like... Oh, I'm okay. I'll do that. Fine. Yeah. No problem. Like it's Absolutely. It, you get more stuff done if you don't spend a lot of time thinking about and it, thinking no one's out to get you. Absolutely. That's oh my god. That is the biggest thing that everybody needs to remember. No one is out to get you. I mean, sure, maybe there's some people out to get you, but like for the most Call part, the police. I know, but for the most part, that's not the case. And I love that you brought up you know, taking things personally in the workplace because that is so common even for people in managerial managerial roles. Mm -hmm. So they will ask you for feedback, but as soon as you, you know, start giving them feedback, they will definitely not keep the same energy. Yeah. And I cannot stand that because one thing that I feel one thing that I've grown into and that I'm so proud of is being able to take feedback. Yeah. When I started, I learned that from you. When I started, um, my first job, out, well, actually, it was my second job out of college. My first job out of college, like, nobody talked to anyone. It was, like, corporate. <laughs> Do not talk. Um, but I used to get so defensive mm. because I would think I was getting attacked Because yeah, you're taking it personally. Yeah, I took it so per- Like, I, am, I used to be the queen. <laughs> I was crowned taking things personal queen. Um, and my mentor at the time was like, look. The best thing that's going to make you successful is holding yourself accountable. It, yeah. does, it has nothing to do with your personality and who you are outside right. of work. It just has to do with how you respond to that. Right. Because instead of taking the time to think of excuses right. and be defensive, mm-hmm. you could have just fixed the, the problem. Exactly. Like, 
it'll be so much easier for you if you just say, hey, I messed this up or like, hey, let me look at this again or hey, how can I'm I really do, sorry. Yeah, like, how can but, I do this better the next time? Yeah, instead of being like, okay, well, like if I just delete this email and I say I never saw mm-hmm. it and like, it's just like you're, that's so much more effort. And something that goes hand in hand with that is I was so afraid of making a mistake. Yeah. And when you are so afraid of making a mistake, you take everything personally. Right. And that's the worst thing you can do for yourself. Right. So once I was open to making mistakes because that's the only way we learn, mm-hmm. um, then, I was like, okay, I messed this up. I'm sorry I'm in the learning process. You know, how can I do it better next time? Right. But don't fuck it up and keep messing up. I'm also like a sponge. Tell me something one time and you don't have to tell me again. Right. I'm absorbing that info. Yeah. So now I ask for feedback hardcore and I don't like when people sugarcoat it. Like if yeah. you have something to tell me that I can be better at, tell me as is. Right. No sugarcoating. And I said that a lot in like interviews when I was interviewing for jobs. I yeah. was like, I appreciate feedback. I want feedback. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me at my six-month review and be like, you did everything yeah. wrong, that's not on me. That's on you. Oh, my God. If I don't I know I'm doing something wrong, like... Absolutely. But anyways, that's a whole, like, how to be a manager thing. Absolutely. Um, even, like, recently in my current job, a coworker was, like, talking to me about something, and they they kind of snapped, but, like, not really at me, just kind of, like, they were mad about something, so they said something that was, like... They just didn't say it in the nicest way, but it had nothing right. to do with me. And then I was just like, okay, whatever. And then later on in the day, he was like, hey, I just wanted to, like... I hope you didn't take that personally. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm sorry if, like, you took it personally, basically. And I was just responding. I was like, I don't take anything professionally, personally. There you go. Um, And he was like, love that attitude. And I'm like, You have to build that wall to separate. And I'm going to give you a quick example of something that also shifted in me. Um, I don't know how many of you guys know this, but I work in higher education. And... I'm an enrollment um, advisor for students in grad school. And so sometimes I work with some students for months and months and months. And when the start of the fall term approaches, they withdraw their application for numerous reasons. They either found another school that they prefer going to, family reasons, financial reasons. And I used to take that so personal. And that doesn't make sense because graduate school is a big investment and you can have 101 reasons why you're not ready to commit right now. Right. And me building that relationship with you and working with you for a very long time does not mean if this no longer works for you, you still have to do it. Right. I used to get so upset and frustrated and I would carry it throughout my day when people did that. And I think it's especially because you're in sales. Yeah. Because your actions are directly responsible for people buying the product that you're selling so it's like what did i mess up exactly i always looked inwardly yeah and then i was like this does not make sense this has nothing to do with me and i put myself in their shoes and i'm like if i was getting ready to go to graduate school and i financially could not make it work or you something happened in my family i would hope the other person understands right so this year and imagine doing that through covid right I had to be insanely understanding and I had to like be empathetic, which is something that I am. It's just not a super strong suit. <laughs> I am empathetic, just like sometimes I, I, I need to like search for it a little more and I'm working on that. Um, but that's something that now I'm completely understanding of because I'm like, it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the person in their situation. Right. And that's that. And it's not like if that one person doesn't, so, like end up coming to school it's, that you're gonna get like half the salary right like, it has nothing to do it's with not that. the end of the world and like salary aside honestly money aside it being work aside just the fact that they're a human being mm-hmm. and they're not a machine and shit happens and you don't know their life and i don't know their life and i don't know what's going on behind closed doors so i'm very very understanding i trust that if a person can't make it work they'll tell me 
And that's that. Right. And I'd rather not burn any bridges and keep good relationships with people. Exactly. Um, here's another huge, massive way that people take things personally. Huge. On social media. Oh, God. Well, no, just generally. So especially... So, okay, so we are very judgmental individuals. We scroll through social media for hours, and I'm just keeping it a buck. And we are like, this person looks like this, this person does this, this person's this, this person's that. And it's a habit that I personally am trying to get rid of. I, it serves me nothing mm-hmm. to scroll on social media. It adds nothing to me. Um, but when people, especially if you have a public profile, if people comment something or say something not nice, mm-hmm. we take that shit personally. Right. And that just fucks up your day. And that, similarly with the dating apps, yeah, like all the messages I have where people were like, well, you're a fat, dumb, ugly bitch anyways. I'm like, that makes me laugh. Like, it's funny. Now it does, right? No, How did it, it make you feel before? It never bothered me because mm-hmm. when I started doing it, yeah. I knew that that was like a thing. And that has to do with like, men's own insecurity. And I'm mm. like, well, you wanted to bang me two seconds ago. Right. What changed? Like, right. it, to me, it's so funny. Yeah. Because I also think that calling someone fat or ugly is like Lazy. the laziest. Laziest. And I'm fuck. like, I could literally go up to like the, the most fit, skinny person in the world and be like, you're a fat, dumb bitch. And like, yeah, that that's it, that's just reflecting how you feel about yourself. And yeah. Like, and if you're going to be like that, and it's just stupid. So yeah. like, I never took that personally. Mm-hmm. I that's why I posted it. If I took it personally, I wouldn't post it on right. my Instagram. No, and be absolutely. Like, la, la, la. Well, for me, what another thing that kind of like helped me grow is when Instagram just became a thing and my profile was public because it's private now. Um, and, you know, obviously you open doors to people's opinions mm-hmm. and there's always going to be a handful of people that just don't like what you do. Yeah. Oh, you're too muscular. Oh, you're this, you're that. And I promise you, like some things used to sit with me and would basically upset my day. Mm-hmm. How stupid is that? You, so you want me to sit 12 hours upset about something a dumb stranger online yeah. is saying? And that, like, now that I think about it, I'm like, that's so... I like, What? <laughs> Come to my house and say it to my face like, or don't thing. do it that's at all. Thing. If you want to say something, say it with your whole chest. Yeah. Like, don't, don't message me from an anonymous, like... I hate people, 1,265 account, like, don't. Right, and Mia's, like, the only person that, like, if I have something to say, I'll send it to her. Like, we send it to each other. Like, we're not, like, commenting or trying to, like, spread rumors or, like, anything. Like, if if I have a comment, it's only going to Mia. Yeah, and that helped me grow because at first it used to upset me, especially when I just started posting my fitness journey Mm -hmm. and, you know, people, it was open to people's comments and stuff, but I also put myself in that place. Right. And I just had to learn that these are people sitting behind the safety of, you know, their computers, their their phones or whatever, and that whatever they say is a reflection on how they feel about themselves. Right. I cannot control what other people are saying or doing or thinking. I can control myself right. and what I do and what I think. And how you react. And as long as I'm happy with how I look or what I say or how I think, that's all that matters. The internet is such an interesting thing because everyone knows that, like, it's a dumb, dark place where right. people can just say whatever they want about right. you. And yet they still... It still bothers them. It still people. bothers them. And, and like, it's like, you know that that's like some sad person sitting in the dark, crying, talking shit about you right. because they have no, no friends to help them through their problems. Case in point, the um, I don't know if you saw that meme circling around of a guy sitting in a dirty, dirty, dirty like dorm room saying, Simone Biles never qualified. Oh my God. Or like, Simone Biles, uh, why did she pull out if she didn't... Whatever. He was just talking shit about her. And it's like, it be the... 
the motherfuckers that are just sitting there with nothing to do. I saw a TikTok. I saw a TikTok of someone, and it was like everyone watching the Olympics, and it was someone like it was two um, divers that have to dive at the same time, like mm-hmm. synchronized. That's the word. And they both like dived, and they were not synchronized. And it turns around, the guy flips the camera, and he's got like eight chins, and he's like sloppy, <laughs> so sloppy. <laughs> I like it, it. It actually cracks me up, and it's. It sucks because I still have friends who care a lot about social media when it happens. And, like, it could be one negative picture, one negative comment on their picture, and they'll take that picture down. And we give people so much power to decide on what we should feel like and how we should act. But but we are doing that. We right. are giving them that power. And I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and sound like a pro. This is definitely something I'm still working on for myself. Right. But the social media part, I'm over. Right. There's so many aspects to our lives where we take things personally that I'm over. Yeah. But And, and I honestly recommend, because I feel like everybody in this day and age has social media, if you are still working on that and, and you really can't handle negative, these dumbass people who have time and, and you know clearly can't find something productive to do, make it private and keep it private so that you're not opening that door for people. But if you want to keep it public because you are sharing something that you want to have a reach on, then remember people are a reflection of who they are and they say how they feel about themselves. And, and everyone's big mad. Literally. Everybody's big mad. Remember yesterday when we were chilling and you're like, imagine a world where everybody was just like productive and minding their business. Yeah, if everyone took all the time that they spent like talking shit and doing negative things mm-hmm. and just like translated that energy into something productive, I swear like cars would have been flying like 50 years ago. Absolutely. But that's too much to ask, It's too so. No. The capacity, not there. And also... To transition to another way that we take things personally in our very close relationships. Mm-hmm. Honestly, with our parents, our siblings, our friends. That's our the hardest because others. it's like that person knows you. And so like. you care so much. Like, for example, I've been with my boyfriend for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes we'll be having a random ass conversation. And he says something so simple. And I dive into my overthinking. And I'm like, I wonder if he said this because of this or that or that. And then I have to stop myself and be like, I'm taking something personally or I'm overthinking this Mm -hmm. where really all he said is something so simple. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even like when you and I have some conversations sometimes, I'm like, is she saying this because she feels this way? Because she thinks I did this? The answer is always yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm just constantly talking shit about you to your face. I'm just like, bruh. Which is why, again communication goes a very long way. Yeah. And the, th- the thing that people have a hard time with, with me is that I'm always joking. And so I'll, mm. I'll say like some fucked up shit, but like I'm kidding. And sometimes I forget when people don't know yeah. me you well enough. Know, and I'm you like, need, you need to know your audience. I was like, sorry, that's just how it just comes out. I can't help Most it, of the time I have to tell people, um, people probably take a lot of shit. I say personally, <laughs> probably, probably, but that's on them. That's not on you. And then I'm always like, Oh my God, I'm kidding. Like yeah. that. I'm always, unless I say I'm serious, I'm joking. Yeah. Absolutely. That's true. And sometimes that pisses me off, but Lauren knows that. <laughs> um, but. Well, I took that really personally. How could you say that about too me? Too bad, Lauren. Well, I'm going to pause this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> Let's have a chat outside. An all hands meeting. An all hands But, I, like, as simple as that sounds, and as literally, like, if you just sit down, close your eyes right now and think about that. Listen to the sound. What people. Voice say about you and what people think of you is none of your business it is a reflection of how they feel about themselves and their reality and what's going on in their lives and if we all just stop taking things personally the world would be such a great place right because you can't 
have a conversation with everyone about every thought that you have Absolutely. every time you have a conversation. So like if you overthink something I say every time we hang, we see each other like every day. So it's like we would never talk about anything else if you just like talked about if we just like brought up little things Absolutely. that meant nothing. And and another thing that and like I said, I'm a work in progress. You're a work in progress. No, I'm perfect. <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> um, so one thing that I'm also working on is just being very honest and communicating how I feel and not being like, nah, I'm gonna sound soft if I say that. Or mm. I don't want this person to think I'm thinking about this too much. Now I'm just like thinking about this a lot. <laughs> this, <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. It's been on my mind for days. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. No, just I feel like it, it cost us zero point zero zero dollars to be like, hey, when you said this, this is how I took it. Is this what you meant? Or am I just overthinking it? Right. Literally. It takes a conversation. Because usually they'll just be like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Like, I didn't mean that at all. 100%. Just don't take it personally. Yeah. Just take it and then don't take it personally. <laughs> when you start to take it personally, stop. don't. <laughs> Rule number one, don't. Don't. <laughs> also, nine times out of ten, we, we take things personally is because we are dealing with like, I'm not going to say trauma. I don't want to sound like a therapist, but it is like we are, there's something that we are sensitive about that bugs us and makes us overthink things and take them personally i'll go first <laughs> oh damn i didn't think of an example I, well no i just ha- again this i have this at the top of my head because i had this long conversation with karen today and karen so karen where are you at just come she, karen you can replace me on the podcast she, no she fine. needs to sit here with us one day because she we were we've been friends for a very long time through different phases of our lives mm-hmm. and we've seen each other in different phases and she's just become very like i don't know i like I don't want to say spiritual, but almost she looks at things from a very interesting perspective mm-hmm. and she, that gives me perspective. So one thing that I found I like about myself or that I found out about myself is that I like to feel needed or I find worthiness in feeling needed. Mm-hmm. So when I feel like people need me, it makes me feel good. I'm like, I like I'm filling a hole. You right. know what I mean? And that's not. I shouldn't base my worthiness on being needed. So when when people don't need me and people are independent on their own as they should be, I'm like, oh, fuck, like this person doesn't want me in their life. I'll always need you. (laughs) But you know what I mean? And that also makes me a fixer. I'm also a fixer, which I'm trying to stop doing because I can't fix people. I shouldn't be able to fix. I shouldn't need to fix people. But that's the thing. So when I feel like people are not needing me and... I start to take things personally that they say. And yeah. I'm like, not only do they not need me, but they're saying X, Y, Z. Mind you, this is just if I care about you. It's like close relationships. Right. For me, I feel like I'm more of like a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So I, and I was thinking about this the other night, I get, I, don't, I take it personally when people don't reciprocate what I give. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to, if I'm willing to do anything for you and like you can't even like show up to for something, yeah. then like, I'm like, why am I even trying? Right. But in reality, like, that's just who I am and, like, that's what I give. Yeah. But I can't, oh, you just can't re- expect can't people to expect do what you want them to do. Exactly. And I don't ask for much. Exactly. No, absolutely. And I get that. But I, I just read this somewhere today where it's like, you can't give 
while expect like the way to be happy is to give without expecting in return and right. i know you're not the kind of person to expect in return right but we also can't expect us from other people right because i used to do that as well and i'm like well if i'm willing to do xyz for a person um mind you i want to feel needed but when they need me i'm also I'm like busy. okay well like now <laughs> i'm like okay well now I when I need you, I also want you to show up. Right. But that see how that gets hypocritical. Yeah, exactly. So we all have like our like small points where we take shit personally. Right. And for you, it's when you feel people don't reciprocate. For me, it's when I feel like people don't need me. Right. It's hard when like you know that you would do anything for someone, and then when you ask them for something simple and they can't do it, and you're like, what? Like, why am I even, like, putting effort into this? Right. And that's why I'm really excited about the book, uh, The Four Agreements, that I started reading. I think it just... And that's why I like reading in general. It just puts so much stuff in perspective where you're like, 25 million of the problems in my head are me... It's me creating them. Right. It's literally me making shit up in my head. Why am I doing this? And it's never as serious as it's it is never. in your head. It's like, it is never as serious. It's like serious. with work when like you're like, oh my God, I, f- I forgot to do something. Oh my God, like I don't even want to do it now because when I submit it, like someone's going to say something about being late. And yeah. then you submit it and they're like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And you're like, I've been stressing about this for three days. Absolutely. It literally is all in our head. And I'm so glad that that's something I'm willing to discover right now about myself. Just like how to be... This is going to sound so fucking corny. I never thought I'd be one of these people. But like how to be kinder to myself and how to like talk to myself nicely. So, and I thought about this today when I was showering. I thought about you. (laughs) That's all I ask. You always cross your legs specifically in the shower. (laughs) Probably because I'm in the shower with you. (laughs) The hot water is pounding my head. We we take showers in our bathing suits. (laughs) Um, But I was thinking about... um, how whenever I'm overthinking something or I'm having negative thoughts, you're always like, you always are there to calm me down mm. and vice versa. In the shower, I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting <laughs> outside, showers. I'm like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> With the shower curtain between <laughs> us, like, yeah, it's fine. I can hear you sobbing. Um, also, I want to try the whole thing where you cry in the shower. I've never done it, but I heard it's good for you. I don't know if I've ever cried in the shower. I'm going to go cry in the shower today. Hold on. I'm going to go turn the shower on. We can both go in there Wait, and cry. But so you always are like very calming and I'm always very calming. And I'm like, why can't I do that with myself? It's so hard. You know, the You're thing your of own like, worst critic. Right. It's like, speak to yourself the way you'd speak to a close friend. And just, I'm like, I can't sit there and just be like, Mia, it's going to be okay. It just reminds me of this TikTok I saw. Again, another TikTok. Where it was like, when you're like, oh my God, like women empowerment all women are so beautiful i love them so much and then the girl turns and looks at herself in the mirror and it's the song it's like you are the only exception <laughs> it's, like, no, it's so true like, and it's, that like, is absolutely it's like how so can you true. look in the mirror and like trash yourself when like you go to everyone else you're like why are you talking shit about yourself you're so perfect you're so amazing right. exactly and it's like because you just see the problems that nobody else sees yeah. because they're in your head yeah and they're not physical so that's what i mean when my corny ass is saying just be kinder to myself i with all modesty and whatever without the fucking modesty i have so much going on for myself and the self-doubt respectfully and shit, i'm the shit respectfully i am the shit <laughs> and that's on period <laughs> um no i'm not gonna be one of those girls but i have so much going on for me and i just cloud it with so much like thought and it, every, about everything like like life work every, like just I want to live in the present. I mm-hmm. want to be kinder to myself. I want to create less problems in my head. And I feel like a big portion of that is not taking things personally. Yep. Nice. 
way full to circle wrap movement. it up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I know this podcast we talk about like a variety of different things, but this is something that Lauren and I have been talking about a lot lately, and yeah. we just want to bring you guys what the trend is in our lives. Come cry in the shower with us. Seriously, <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna I, go I'm gonna to a gym. There, like, and we're gonna do a group. <laughs> Unless, like, something upsets me, like, a yeah. thought in the shower upsets me. Yeah. I'm not a big crier, either. Yeah. It's only, like, I'm certain not things. either. So, I'm I, not uh, either. You have to, like, really pull at a string that's, like, It's usually, like, really like right before I go to bed, I'll have, like, a thought. And then I'm, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm, like, fuck, now I can't oh, sleep my because my eyes hurt. <laughs> um, don't your eyes feel, like tired from crying and you're like the next day they're like sore like oh. when you cry right do you before do this bed. a lot <laughs> it's like the only time i do cry is like in bed before oh, um, unless yeah yeah most i'm not a big crier so yeah me me neither like i said it has to be something that really pulls on my heartstrings yeah <laughs> like seeing you so right if you're gonna cry make sure you do it like midday because if you do it before bed your eyes are gonna be puffy so sore. make sure you get a good eye cream <laughs> Or one of those like ice masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cry with a little roller. The little uh, <laughs> <laughs> roll and cry. <laughs> that should be a nice theme party in the future. You sad? Bit. Come over. Bring I'm your tell, roller. I'm gonna tell my therapist to start having <laughs> little rollers. Um, but yeah, I think I, that's all I have to kind of. It's something you're gonna say. have to work on the rest of your life. Yeah. It's never gonna be like, you know what? I'm going to stop taking things personally. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Whenever you do take something personally and it upsets you, take a moment to, like, stop and be like, why? Why? Literally, like, why? Also, journaling. Journaling helps a lot. I can't, Mm. I cannot emphasize this enough. Just that will help you put into perspective why you are upset about something. Yeah, because you can go back and look. Yeah. And be like. And most of the time, it's something that literally should not even upset you. Yeah. Just don't. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that is it for today's episode. Do yep. you have anything you want to add? Um, no. Um, if High Noon is listening, we would love to be <laughs> sponsored. We love High Noons. Yeah, this is the first time I'm trying it, and I'm actually pretty impressed it with it. It is delightful. Um, and that's really the only sponsorship I care about. So yeah. we're also if you know still, anyone who works for... <laughs> yeah, if you know anyone who works for High Noon... Tag them. Also, I'm going to do a quick um, shameless plug for myself. I am teaching a uh, fitness class at Icon if you are in Boston. It's a club in Boston. Um, I'll be teaching on August 14th at 2 p.m. And your ticket includes re-entry to the club that night um, with a bunch of other things. But um, you can DM me and ask any questions that you have. My Instagram is at Ben. Do you want to plug yourself? At Lauren Vincent. Oh, no. At Lauren B. Vincent. B as in boy. <laughs> never forget. Um, and then our Instagram for the pod is at we love it here. Um, we are going to try to be consistent with this because there's just so much we have to talk about okay. and that we talk about our offline. Our Instagram is we, we love it here underscore pod. Okay. It's been a while. That's our Instagram. Um, but it's been lovely sitting here with you, Laren. Yes. And I'm having this conversation. Dinner. Lauren's about to make us dinner. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. And yeah. Oh, and I'm going to get my nails done by Karen tomorrow for the first time. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and. Our fifth small business shout out for Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, I want to start making commission. <laughs> Karen. Karen. Um, I expect free nails tomorrow. Also, uh, we hope you love it here as much as we love it here. And until next time. Which could be tomorrow. It could be a month from now. Or it could be next year. Tune in to find out. Bye-bye. <laughs>